from the Denver Convention Center in the Mile High City. It's tips today in public safety. Brought to you by Nina, the 911 Association, and APN, the Avaya Podcast Network. Now here's your host, ENP Mark Fletcher. Hey, it's Fletcher with the Avaya Podcast Network, and welcome to Today in Public Safety. We're here live at the NINA 2015 conference at the Denver Convention Center, sitting down with the executive director of the Next Gen 911 Institute, Kim Scoville. Welcome hey, to the podcast. Mr. Fletcher, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, no, glad to have you here. So tell me, what, what's the Next Gen 911 Institute all about? That's a good question. A lot of people know the name, but I don't think they know much about the history or what the organization does, and it's a good opportunity to explain that. You really have to think about the Institute in two ways. The first is uh, explaining our purpose is that we serve the educational needs and the uh, care and feeding of the NG911 caucus. But uh, people that are outside of the Beltway probably don't know what the NG911 caucus is. Yeah, what exactly is that? So i got to explain that. (laughs) Back in 2003, uh, a number of uh, congressional representatives came together. Uh, of course, Hillary Clinton and Senator Burns and Senator, excuse me, Rep, uh, Senator Klobuchar, uh, Representative Burns and uh, uh, Representative Shimkus came together and decided that they would get a focus on public safety. They were interested in 911 and public safety and thought, well, you know, maybe we can do something about that. Maybe we can keep that idea alive in Congress. Maybe we can provide a focus for when there's opportunities to discuss funding, can discuss opportunities, discuss uh, how Congress can can increase public safety, and they did. Uh, but having a, a caucus is just having a bunch of people talking, basically. They, you know, they need an organizational perspective, and they need people to uh, shepherd and, and help them along. And that's where the Institute comes in. Our job is the care and feeding of the caucus. And to provide a, a robust opportunity for discussion, for education, for anything that can bring forward the idea of public safety and now next generation 911 uh, whenever Congress is active. So that's what we try and do. Yeah, so you're kind of like their study group. That's right. We're like the study group. We, we operate through uh, conversation, through education. We bring uh, leaders. We bring uh, ideas. We bring them forth uh, to the public sector so that there can be again, a top-of-mind awareness about public safety on the federal level, which is important because, uh, you know, out of sight is out of mind. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, so that's what we try and do. And, and there's an event that you guys host every year at, during 911 Goes to Washington. That's correct. We've, is, been, we've been lucky. We've uh, we partnered with Nina. Of course, one of the reasons we're here is to support Nina in its efforts. And Nina is a permanent member of the, uh, uh, of the Institute, uh, along with APCO and NASNA. Uh, Part of what we do is a recognition dinner that's uh, somewhat unique. There's lots of awards uh, that that people have in industries. Uh, Everybody experiences this, and public safety is no different. But we try and look at, by nomination, folks in uh, public-private sector, individual PSAPs, individual uh, people that work in PSAPs. We have a number of categories that we solicit nominations for in the fall. And then uh, every year in February, we have a nice award ceremony. What's unique about our ceremony is that, again, true to our purpose, we try and connect Congress with uh, the front lines. We try and connect Congress with the people that are doing the job every day. And so the award givers, for example, in our, in our realm are the Congress people for the person uh, where they live. You know, it might be their senator, might be their congressional representative. And uh, we have them give the award to present to them. So the two can connect. And it's, it serves a lot of purposes. Uh, it brings the issues of public safety home to the congressperson, and I think it also excites and, and 
brings home to the person who's uh, won the award, you know, how important it is, what the, what the value is of what they do and how people view them. So it's a, it's a good thing. It's one of the fun things we do. Yeah, and it does, it does expand out a little bit beyond the fringe of public safety. So this past year, uh, Hank Hunt out of Texas, who's just a regular citizen, and, and unfortunately the father of Carrie Hunt who was murdered in a hotel, um, because of his advocacy in, in making Carrie's law known around the U.S., he won a, 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 a new award this year, which was under Carla Anderson's That's name. That's correct. Carla was a good friend, and she was she was all about advocacy for 911, and it was such a fitting award. And um, you know, Louis Gohmert, uh, his congressman, was there, and, and I got to present that award to Hank. And I've been very active on on Carrie's law, so that was really special to me. But it was good to see that. You know, even somebody on the fringe was eligible for award and, and that someone had nominated him and that he was recognized for that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that kind of blew him away. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It's, uh, I, I'm sure it was very eye-opening him that somebody thought about his connection with public safety enough to nominate him for, award, for an award that was in the public safety realm. I don't think that was his goal. He doesn't have public safety. I'm making those quote signs in the air for people in the audience. <laughs> I didn't think he had public safety uh, in mind when he was when all. he did it. But uh, it's nice that somebody thought enough of him to thought that that he exemplified the the things that pe- people in public safety, uh, his awareness, his wanting to help, his commitment, uh, his joy in getting it done, and and that was very important. He was very excited. I think he was pretty jazzed about it. So. Well, you know, and the fact that um, you know the institute had the uh, the award named after Carla, mm-hmm. I think it was fantastic because she was I knew her really well. She was a very special person to this industry. Um, if you didn't know Carla, you were not in this. Yeah, industry. no, that's true. That's you true. Know? And it was just it was international as well. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, so it, it was just such a tragic loss to the industry. But to see it live on under this award and to see a person like Hank, who really, really deserves the spirit of that award. Mm-hmm. Right. No, From absolutely. all levels. It was just what a satisfying evening that yeah, was. Yeah. Carla was uh, was a sad loss. Uh, Carla was uh, institute director for almost had to be close to 10 years, yeah. and I've been on the opportunity almost two years, so big shoes to fill. But I think the, the future for the Institute is bright. Uh, we're lucky to be sponsored by the major carriers. Uh, as I noted, uh, OnStar is a sponsor, uh, people in the space, you know, and you can go to our website, uh, ng911institute.org, and, and learn all about us. In fact, we have a new website coming out in early July, so I'm really excited about that. New transactional features, new information, training materials, things that we're doing. And uh, so our sponsors are all are all noted on there, and, and they help us, but there's always room for more, so I don't want to let the opportunity to say if you're out there and you have a, a spirit to want to help and promote public safety, and uh, you have an interest in the D.C. space and the federal level, and you want to be a voice, you want to be influential. I mean, one of the things we do is have very frequent uh, opportunities for our sponsors and others to to talk about sometimes issues of controversy, MLTS or funding. We just had a reason, recently had a lunch and learn where we invited members of Congress to come and sit, have a little food, and hear about uh, the basics of 911, to hear about how 911 is funded and what the controversies are, to hear about, uh, we had an update from David Firth, who was a speaker here at NINA. He came to our event and, and updated everybody on what's going on in the F, at the FCC. So. Dave, David's a great guy. You know, David is one of those folks I really look up to in this industry. You know, as a, uh, I don't know if I could classify him as a public servant, but no, you know, he, well, he, he sure. works at the FCC, right? Um, you know, I pay his salary, as do you. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I'll remind him of that next. I pay your <laughs> oh, salary. Oh, he'll appreciate yeah, that. He'll love yeah, that. He'll yeah, love that. Yeah, he'll yeah. love that. Um, but, uh, you know, he's a guy that really takes it to heart and, and really gives back to this industry. I like, it really reassures me when I see people like that in a position like that. I know he's very, very active with the Institute. He's very, very active in Nina and these types of events, mm-hmm. uh, making himself, I see him all over the place speaking. And I think that's great. And, uh, you know, the Institute is just another way to bring it all together. Yeah, yeah. We're the only, our badge is that we're the only bicameral, uh, bipartisan organization in our space. Uh, we don't, we're nonpartisan because we're a nonprofit. We don't lobby. We're not worried about the outcome of the conversation. We're worried about the conversation and that there is conversation. Because, sure. again, in a, in a very frantic world where there's a lot going on at the federal level and state levels and politics and elections and public safety can get lost. And it, we can't let it get lost. That's that's our mission. That's our passion. That's our purpose. And, yeah. and, and people need to get involved. And there's not a lot of people behind the Institute. You no. know, that's, that, that's something that a lot of people have this big misnomer. They think... Uh, behind Nina, there's 50 or 60 people working in an office building. <laughs> no. you know, how many people are working at the Institute, uh, Kim? Point, point 0.5, I believe, <laughs> is the current number, David, if you'd like to look that up. Uh, uh, yeah, we're a pretty small organization. Fortunately, we have a very active board. There are 15, 15 board members, four permanent members, including one of those is the executive director, me. And I mentioned Nina and APCO and NASNA. Then we have 11 members that are elected, uh, half of them every year. Uh, that's either five or six folks if you're trying to do the math and divide 11. We don't have a half person. Like you divide to zero that, by zero? That's right. We divide, <laughs> divide a person in half. But we have a rotating board for two-year uh, two terms, and they're, uh, they come up in the fall for election. And those are representatives from telcos, from the general public, uh, from various uh, places in public safety and education. And because of that diversity, we hope it gives us uh, both a, a bench strength for those folks that are very active uh, in public safety and have a, an interest in public safety for members of the general public, uh, and also technical expertise. And that allows us to, I hope, uh, continue to advocate uh, for the conversation. We don't, again, our, our purpose is not to worry about the outcome. Our purpose is to worry and make sure that there's plenty of conversation. And if there's enough conversation, there'll be good outcomes. Yeah, and it's an opportunity for corporations to exercise their corporate responsibility departments and do the right thing. Sure, you know, absolutely. They, they, everybody, you know, a lot of companies make a lot of money off of this industry. It's great to see them giving back through opportunities yeah. like the Institute provides. Yeah, yeah. Well, we hope to continue on. We've got, we've got a lot of good thoughts about a busy year uh, coming ahead for 2016. Uh, the events committee has been particularly active. Uh, of course, we have the Gailey every year that you talked about. We have a tech fair that we try and do every year where we bring the best of breed of the newest kind of most interesting technologies together. And again, we're on Capitol Hill, so we're getting folks to demonstrate uh, their products and services in front of Congress and in front of staffs, in front of people who uh, can influence others and make, uh, well, we hope funding and other decisions that are positive for public safety. We have uh, some plans to do a freshman orientation uh, with a changeover in Congress, particularly in the House. Uh, every two years, you've got a lot of folks who may not have really ever thought about their role uh, as a, a freshman staffer or a freshman in, in Congress about what can I do for public safety? Gee, maybe I've called 911. Maybe my, one of my relatives or friends have called 911. 
now that I'm in Congress, maybe I could do something about that. And, and it's pretty hard to find the anti-911 well, <laughs> constituents. Yeah. It's kind but, of an uh, easy thing. You know, but it's, they, so it's, not a, it's, it's a no-brainer in terms of uh, a positive outlook and a response to the invite. But that's may not know much of the technical ramifications. And, and, and you know, we're in a technical business. And so that's nice for them to, to come and be able to, to learn a little bit and understand more about industry. So yeah. a lot of fun things to do. What do, you, what do you think about, you know, I mean, do you, enabling people in the industry to go in and talk? to Congress, right? Get that conversation started. You know, have you thought about helping those people out? Here's how you go and contact your congressman. Here's how you sit down and have the meeting. Well, one of the partnerships we have, of course, is with Nina, and that's why we've uh, strategically located our gala at the end of the long first day of visiting uh, for folks that go to 911 Goes to Washington. Nina's made the event very successful, and they're very good about training, orienting, having an issues list, of course, which we support and at the end of that day they come to the gala and we're kind of the capstone of that event where uh, we and again are reintroducing them to members of Congress because of the awards we're on Capitol Hill so at the end of the day they make their last appointment and they're they got their tired feet and they come and and we feed them and uh, give them adult beverages I mean uh, we, <laughs> we satisfy their thirst and it's a nice event they get to recognize their friends many times people they know uh, people that have achieved in the industry and people worthy of their recognition and, and respect. So it's a, it's a good day. It's a, it's a good event. Yeah, and they can also, I mean, I remember a couple of years ago when I, I made the rounds on the Hill, um, actually Carla or one of the staffers actually made a few phone calls got meetings established that I was unsuccessful. Yeah, no, in getting. yeah, no. So there's that relationship uh, as well. Hey, can you fit this guy in? He's a good friend. I really just, you know, give him 15 minutes. Yeah, well, okay, sure. Yeah, well, for members of the caucus, it's pretty, you know, they've already they've already raised their hand that they say public safety and 911 are important. And so they're, they're very generous with their time. We couldn't do it without them. There's no doubt about it. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I had, uh, I had 15, 20 minutes with, uh, with my representatives and, you know, with the staffers. But that's okay. That was great. I mean, it was, I, it it made a difference. There was I could, uh, there was measurable impact. Yeah. From that. So again, without the institute's help, I, I wouldn't have had a meeting. Well, that's fantastic. I'm glad we were able to help you, yeah, Mark. No, you I'm, know? I'm on the list. <laughs> oh, Fletcher, no, no, you're not <laughs> no, allowed. Don't get him. You're don't not allowed him. in. You're not allowed in. <laughs> well, the bottom line is, as as you noted, uh, a couple of things I should make sure to point out. One is that membership for an individual in the institute is free. All you got to do is go to the new website when it comes out and sign up and you're instantly a member and you'll be on our mailing list and get our information. Uh, any members of Congress or their staff that are listening, join the caucus. There's a form on the website. All you gotta do is push a button, send the form in, and you're you're there. Qualifications are just an interest in, in helping your, your fellow person, or of course your constituents through public safety. And also the constituents, you can bring that form into Absolutely. your representative's office, which I did in Jersey and said, here you go, there's, there, you know, Get on board, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. And Nina's a big help with that, with uh, 911 Goes to I Washington. I'll tell you a funny story, Kim. I'm sitting in my little lunch. I live in a little small, very rural town. Little luncheonette that's in there. My coffee mug is up on the wall with everybody <laughs> else's. That kind of place. And um, sitting down there, and it's around November, and uh, sitting down having lunch, and um, Scott Garrett, my representative, oh, comes yeah. walking through the door, and he's, "Hi, how are you, Scott Garrett? Is there anything I can do for you?" Yeah, pull up the seat, Scott. <laughs> let me talk to you for a second. Let me talk to you a second. <laughs> Worst mistake he ever made in his entire career. But you know what? Three weeks later, I had an appointment down in his office. I went down and I dropped off a bunch of stuff on MLTS. Yeah, and I brought down a form. You know, here you go. Get on yeah, the caucus. Get on man. board. Get in the bus. And, That's what we uh, like. So you know it. 
it, it takes uh, it takes a village to raise a child. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and sometimes it, we have to be the village. That's right. And we, you know, over communicating is probably not a uh, probably an impossibility in this age. It's yep. just people are so so tied with so many issues and partisan politics. And like I said, I think it's pretty hard to find the anti public safety. Uh, uh, caucus out there. I don't think they exist. You know, we do have to argue about funding. We do have to discuss a lot of issues. And again, that's what we're about. Let's have conversation. Let's talk about it because if we talk about it, we can move it forward. We can yeah. come to consensus. Yeah. So, no, absolutely. and of course, uh, folks in the in the business community or in the public safety community, if you're out there, we'd welcome your your sponsorship and your support of the uh, of the institute as well. It's easy. It's fun. You get a say. And uh, many of our vendors are on our board of directors and, you know, are influential in the organization because they drive a lot of the industry. Technology drives us. And so we need to be aware of that and bringing that forward. And you get to know the secret handshake. Well, maybe. (laughs) After your second or third meeting. I'm not going to give it away the first meeting. And you're not. And you can ask me all you want. You're not getting the password or the secret handshake. So quit asking. Kim Scoville, Executive Director of the Next Generation 911 Institute in Washington, D.C. Probably one of the more noble organizations that are out there. Appreciate all your hard work and all the hard work of all the other other members out there. They really do quite a bit for the industry. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. Thank you for having me. The preceding podcast has been brought to you by the Avaya Podcast Network. Executive producer, Jean Torjon, a.k.a. JT. Our program and creative director is Fletch. And the APN legal correspondent is attorney Martha Beyer. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Avaya underscore APN. And visit avaya.com slash APN on the web where you can download all of our content. For the Avaya Podcast Network, this is Spider Harrison, the official voice dude of APN. The preceding content is copyrighted by the Avaya Podcast Network. Broadcast or retransmission is permitted with attribution. Your actual mileage may vary. Batteries are not included. I'm a professional announcer on a closed course. Do not try this at home.